Hey guys, what's up? It's Ariel here again. I'm coming at you live, making another episode of the podcast. Um, This week I wanted to check in. I know everybody's kind of stressed and overwhelmed. Um, COVID-19 quarantine has kind of taken over our world. Um, And I just wanted to share a little bit into what quarantine is looking like for me and my family, um, some funny different stories, um, and just kind of a week in review. Um, So I don't know about anybody else, but my memory is terrible. Um, I've always been really intelligent, but my memory has always been awful um as far as just like remembering different things and so I always look to my camera roll in my phone to like remind myself of like what I did this week and anything funny that happened or whatever um I don't know if anybody else does that but it's definitely a useful way for me to you know recall different things that have happened throughout the week um but I just saw one of the the photos that I had saved this week was a meme about how quarantine is affecting people and how we've all kind of turned into dogs because we just walk around the house all day, we wait to eat food, we get so excited to go on a car ride and to go on walks. <laughs> and it's so true. Um, I'm, I'm doing my best to be productive and, you know, find different projects that I've been waiting to work on or things that, you know, I'm passionate about that I'm, I finally have the time to be able to work on. And all I can do is just watch Netflix and eat snacks. (laughs) I just can't find the motivation to really, you know, do a lot of other things. Um, I think mentally this is a lot harder for people than some people realize. Um, I personally, you know, it depends on the day, the hour, honestly, even the minute for how I'm feeling. Um, you know, I go from feeling totally okay, you know, this is going to pass, you know, I'm really grateful that, you know, I'm here, I'm with my family, I have a safe space, um, our family's really fortunate where my mom works in public education, um, so she's not at risk of losing her job, um, I, I work in an industry that I'm not really at risk for losing my job either, um, because I do live at home with my family right now, my income is... Um, more discretionary income Um, but it it is reassuring knowing that I'm not you know going to be losing my job Um, but just seeing the hardships that that friends are going through and that the world is facing um, it's pretty challenging mentally Um, I think you know nobody knows where things are going Um, we're spending a lot of time on social media we're hearing the news Um, and it's it's really hard to distract yourself from everything going on um, but a couple things that I've done this week that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, so one of the, one of the productive things that I did do, um, was I went through our pantry. Um, we're a family of six. My mom, you know, has always kind of been a budgeter. Is that even a word? A budgeter? Well, I just made it a word. She likes to budget. Um, we, we have a lot of mouths to feed. We, my three brothers are teenage boys, um, 19, 16, and 16, So there's a lot of food to be eaten, and so my mom always tries to, you know, get things when they're on sale, use coupons, things like that. Um, But sometimes we forget about what we have in our pantry. So I was going through, and we had a couple cans of pumpkin, um, like pumpkin puree that hadn't been used. And a while back, I had made these really good pumpkin muffins, and so I decided that would be fun. My brothers and I could spend the day. We could bake 
um, and then, you know, have some muffins for dessert. And so, like I'd mentioned in the previous episode, my brothers are autistic and a lot of the times need very direct, specific instructions. And so there was a a can of pumpkin, uh, a pile of the cans of pumpkin puree, and I pulled one of them out and I asked my brother to open it with a can opener. I turn, I'm putting everything else in the bowl, helping my other brother learn how to kind of measure things out. And I turn and he has opened every single can of pumpkin puree. This was like six different cans. And so it turned into us making not one batch of pumpkin muffins, but about six different batches with extra batter left over. Um, One of the other kind of funny things um, is my... I had to take them away from their video game time in order to make these pumpkin muffins. And my youngest brother decided that he did not want to participate. He wanted to continue playing video games. And I'd let him know that if he didn't want to help make them, then he wasn't going to be able to eat them. Um, Just one of those things. My my brother isn't motivated to participate in a lot of things. um, And he really likes sweets. And so usually that's a pretty good motivator for him. But he decided he didn't want to, which was fine. Um, but we ended up making like six different batches of these muffins and we still have muffins <laughs> like all week we've had, you know, a ton of muffins. Um, but I'm still the, the big mean bad sister that won't let my youngest brother have any of the muffins because I told him if he wasn't going to help make it, he couldn't eat it. And I'm just that stubborn to, you know, stick to my word. Um, but yep, spent a lot of time making some muffins, making a mess done a lot of facetiming um most of my friends are college students or recently graduated college students some of them are in doctoral programs i have a a friend in pharmacy school um so a lot of time just facetiming checking in with friends super important just to you know ask people how they're doing you know see what they're up to um not everybody's going to be super upfront with their feelings but if you can just check in see how they're doing ask what they've been up to see if they have any goals for what they're working on um you know try to change their mindset a little bit if you can um it's definitely definitely a good thing to do um one of the things that I've really been trying to get better at is to go walking um I work about an hour away from where I live and I work pretty full days so it's it's really hard to stay active when I'm commuting back and forth and working long hours. Um, But given the situation we're in, I have really been trying to get out, um, take our dogs out on a walk and walk about a mile and a half each day. And so for us, we live in a neighborhood that loops around. And so it's about a mile and a half. And so we had done our mile and a half and usually it's just me and my brothers, but one of the days this week, my mom decided that she was going to come with and we had done our loop and she wanted to go around again. Um, but me and then my youngest brother, um, didn't want to go around again. And so she had taken my dog, um, and my other brothers and they kept walking around. And of course, this is the first time my mom has come with us. We've never had any issues. They're about, you know, five minutes into the loop and a dog comes bounding out of a neighbor's backyard or front yard and just comes running up to our dogs. Um, we have two bigger dogs and one small one. And 
it, my mom had said, you know, it was acting aggressive. It bolted right at them. And luckily my brother was able to get in front of it, grab it, push it on the ground. And the owners came and got it. But in the process, my mom ended up falling on the ground. She got scraped up. Um, none of the dogs got hurt, but it was all, you know, very overwhelming and scary. Um, and so that was kind of a big, you know, emotional and, you know, stressful event for everybody. Um, but one of the biggest things that I think is so, so important and I've seen in our neighborhood is a lot of people are trying to get out. Um, they're recommending, you know, that you go on walks if it's by yourself, if it's with your family or with your pet, um, they're just encouraging you to get out, be active, you know, for at least 30 minutes a day. And so it's so important that if you have a dog or any other animal for that matter, um, and it has access to the front yard, that it is leashed. Um, I ended up posting on our next door app and I had so many different people commenting about how their dogs had been attacked or they had been attacked, um, somebody in our neighborhood had their dog was attacked and it had to be put down um so it is so so important this situation luckily nobody was seriously injured um I can't even begin to imagine if something had happened to my family or you know the owner of that dog or our dogs um this is not the time that anybody should be in a hospital or in a a vet office or anything um so definitely just want to remind you guys, if you guys have dogs, keep them on leashes, like they say, to help control the pet population, spay and to your dogs, and also keep your dogs on leashes. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to be productive, haven't been super successful with it. Um, like I said, I, I work a lot of hours, um, and so I don't actually get to watch a lot of TV. Um, in college, I had a couple different shows that I was really into, but I, I really haven't been able to follow them because, you know, I, I go to work, come home, make dinner, and the time that I do have available, I like to spend with friends or going out or, you know, something more productive than watching TV. And so during this quarantine time, I have been watching a ton of Netflix. <laughs> um, I can't believe I've actually gotten as many shows done as I have. Um, but a few of my favorites... I really like Atypical. Um, it's about a high school a high schooler that has autism and the different challenges he goes through. Um, it's kind of a comedy. And I think one of the things that, you know, I'm sure other people that have siblings with special needs or, or kids with special needs or any relation to somebody with special needs is it's okay to laugh. Um, I mean, my littlest brother, he's 16 now. Um, he has no filter not a filter at all and he is hilarious for that reason because he will say things that we all want to say but have the you know common knowledge and courtesy not to say them um and so you know he's just super funny and the show just details and explains a little bit more about like the mind and what what this high schooler is thinking as he goes through life and different things that come up um it's it's really funny and I find a lot of relation to it um I just finished the third season and there's no more to watch um so I've tried to find some other shows I haven't been too successful I've started a few different ones um 
nothing else is coming to mind. I've watched a couple different, like, random movies. Um, oh, Tiger King. Oh, my goodness. How could I forget? Definitely watched that whole season in, like, a day. Binge-watched that. Um, just, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. It's it's very interesting. It's super odd. Um, yeah, there, there's something about people that, that own big cats that is just intriguing to watch. Another thing having to do with dogs. Um, so, basically, right now, I have been able to... Um, I, I was in a 14-day quarantine. Um, I, I started to feel sick right at the beginning of everything happening. Um, I mean, there was very few cases in Arizona, but I started to feel sick and I decided that I was going to, um, you know, I was going to quarantine. My work had a policy in place basically where if a doctor was recommending you quarantine, they would put you on PTO for two weeks, you know, just to keep you out of the office. And so I was on 14 days of quarantine and, you know, hadn't left the house or anything. And towards the end, I I think it was, you know, maybe the 13th or 14th, there was a little bit of a gap between, um, I actually, my quarantine was extended with my work. Um, but at, at some time frame, basically, I, I think I was clear for the quarantine and I was finally able to leave the house. And so I just wanted to go on a drive, kind of get out, get some fresh air. And of course, at, you know, I think it was right around like 10 o'clock at night. I'm just driving down some back roads by my house and come across a dog in the middle of the road. Dog doesn't have a collar on it. And I had my dog with me. And so I'm like, shoot, here we are in quarantine. No vets are open, but this dog is running across the middle of the road. Um, I find dogs a lot. (laughs) And so, well, and a lot, I guess it's like once every six months. Um, So I find this dog and there was a lady that was pulled over already. And I, I drove up and rolled my window down and was like, you know, is this your dog? And she said, no, but it was running across the street and she was trying to catch it. She wasn't sure if it was friendly. And so, basically, she ended up getting the dog in her car. Um, We had it taken to the emergency vet. They scanned it, and it didn't have a microchip. And so, we ended up, we held on to the dog overnight just in a kennel. And then they ended up uh, taking the dog, and they're currently fostering it. Um, Hopefully, they're going to be adopting the dog. Um, That was just another kind of exciting, random thing to happen uh, during this quarantine. Um, one of the last kind of things I've been, so still really working on staying away from everybody, um, doing our best as a family to limit any kind of exposure we can. So, you know, trying to only go to the grocery store once a week, only one person from our family's going, um, trying to be smart about what we touch, how we're paying for stuff. Um, wiping down our phones when we get back. We're trying to be, you know, very aware of, you know, any any interaction we have. And here in Arizona, and I know along the West Coast, um, there are coffee shops called Dutch Brothers. Um, I have a huge heart for Dutch Brothers. When they first came to Arizona, um, I was working on my gold award for Girl Scouts. And the owner ended up of that, of our local stand, um, which is actually, I think it's the most most frequented stand in 
like in every single location it's the most frequented but anyway so when I was working on my gold award project I was looking for donations um as part of you know giving back to the community and one of the things that I had asked for was a donation from Dutch Brothers and they had given me a hundred free drink cards um, and so that was super, super cool for me. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget that. And when I get the chance to give back to them, I always, you know, do my best to, um, do that. Not only because they, they help me with that, but they're, um, a huge employer of a lot of younger students. Um, so high school students, a lot of college students have the ability to manage the stands. Um, and it's just a very kind of good company I've heard really good things about being an employee of the company um there's always you know really friendly smiling people working there and so that has become part of my habit (laughs) as in quarantine um so in the morning when I wake up I usually go for a drive um I'll take my brothers or I'll take my dog and I drive down to our local Dutch brothers um like I said I'm super super cautious um I'm limiting my exposure as much as I can and I definitely feel justified and want to encourage other people actually to support Dutch Brothers. Um, and I wanted to kind of explain a little bit more as to, you know, what they're, the steps that they're taking in order to protect their employees, but also be able to, you know, keep their, keep their company going. Um, so there's two lines, um, they're taking only drive up orders. So when you drive up, there's somebody that is standing outside the car. Um, they stand six feet away from your window they take your order out loud. They have a handheld iPad. Um, so you go ahead, you order. They're only taking card and gift card payments. So once they have your order in, in the iPad, they stick it out at a full arm arm's length distance and you're able to reach out your car and swipe your credit card. So they never touch your credit card. They don't touch you and you don't touch the iPad. Um, they ask you if you'd like to give a tip and they touch the iPad and they just X out the signature. Um, once you drive all the way up to the window, um, the workers put your cup out on the ledge and you have to reach out to the ledge and put it in your car. Um, so what I do personally, I bring Clorox wipes. And so when I reach out for the cup, I wipe it down with a Clorox wipe and then bring it into my car. Um, basically limiting as much exposure. Um, obviously there's going to be very, very small percentages where there could be, um, overlay, but it's something that, you know, I feel, I feel very confident that there's no sort of interaction there. Um, I feel good because I'm able to, um, contribute to a local company that employs, you know, my friends, people that I know, a lot of like local students, And the company is clearly taking a lot of measures to ensure the safety of both their employees and the customers as well. Um, So if you're in Arizona or you're somewhere that has a Dutch Brothers, I highly encourage you um, to, you know, go and grab a coffee, go and grab a drink. Everybody that works here is super, super friendly. And in this, this kind of situation we're in, you know, it's definitely nice just to get out, get some fresh air and get a delicious drink. Um, with that, want to just say a huge thank you to everyone that works in the service industry or in the medical field. Um, you know, I have a ton of friends that have recently graduated and are, um, specifically nurses. I have a lot of friends that are nurses and 
the stories that I've heard and just the overall, you know, situation we're going through, they are working so, so hard um, to protect and help people that are being hospitalized with everything going on. Um, People that work in the service industry, grocery stores, um, you know, restaurants, things like that, they're struggling. Um, Luckily, they still have their jobs, um, but they're putting their, you know, their life at risk. And it's just so important that we are appreciative and kind. Um, It sounds like people haven't been the nicest lately. Um, That's so heartbreaking to hear. In a time when everything is already so sad and so hard, why be anything except kind? Um, So definitely want to just say a huge thank you to everybody that works. Um, You know, maybe you're not a nurse or, you know, a fast food worker or a grocery store worker. Maybe you work in a factory that's helping to produce, you know, the glue for the N95 masks. (laughs) Whatever it is. Um, if you're out there and still working, I just definitely want to say a big, huge thank you. Um, you know, I, if you have the means and the ability to, you know, send a quick $5 Venmo for a cup of coffee or something like that to somebody that you know that is working extra hard, I definitely encourage you to do that. Um, we always want to continue to brighten other people's day and be kind wherever we can. Um, so hope you guys have an excellent week find a little bit of time to be productive and um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye!